we'd like to invite your attention to the book of First Chronicles, to the book of First Chronicles, which is in the Old Testament, and it would be chapter number 12. Uh, we're going to lift one verse from that, but then God is going to move and, and share some things with us. First um, Chronicles chapter number 12. Father, we thank you now. You bless your word. We pray, Father God, that you just use me that you, to be a channel to, that you can flow through and that your word will go forth, Father God, and, and your people um, that is um, set and waiting for you to give them that call that they will hear what the Spirit has to say. And God, we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. In First Chronicles chapter number 12, <coughs> this week, this week uh, on Wednesday night, uh, we had a fantastic time uh, hearing what the Lord had to say. And uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I can say for me that uh, when I left from here, I pondered on some things that, that God gave unto us through his servants, Minister Adams, as well as Minister Tom. And uh, where we are right now, this is what the Lord says to me. He said, where we are right now, Brenda, he said, we are in the midst of the conclusion of a spiritual season. In other words, one season is ending and we're about to embark on the beginning of a new season. God says there is going to be a spiritual shift, a spiritual shift. Now, the pondering that took me back this week uh, when Minister Adams uh, stood, he, he began to talk from the book of uh, Daniels, and, and you, you know, on that 12th chapter, you really don't have to go here, but I want to read something because part of it is what got me stuck for a few days thereafter. Then, and, then I uh, heard what the Lord says through him uh, a few days ago. And, and Daniel chapter number 12, and this is not on our post here, but uh, in verse number 7, it talks about a man clothed in linen, and he was upon the waters of the river, and he held up his right hand and his left unto the heavens, and then he began to swear. And But then he says this, and he says, and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be, be finished. What got me, what, what, what caught my attention uh, as he was ministering through the Holy Spirit was the fact that it says that the scattering of the power of the holy people, of his holy people. So it's not just the scattering of his holy people, but it was the scattering of the power. And as I, uh, as I spoke with Minister, Minister Adams, and he was saying, he said, well, you know, you know, without power, you, you, you got division. And so when you have division, there's, there's no strength. So I understood that because that's what's happening right now in the, with the body of Christ. And then Minister Tom, he came along and he revisited the thing about the salt. And, and, and we know that at the previous Sunday, Dr. Manley talked about uh, salt being that eternal wisdom. And salt being a preservative, we that's within the earth, you know, God has allowed us to be that eternal wisdom. Because without that eternal wisdom, then it cannot preserve what's being released. So I said, God, this is phenomenal because, you know, there is a spiritual shift about to happen in all of our lives. Now, going to First Chronicles chapter number 12, I want to say this. It, everybody's not going to get it. Can I say that? <laughs> when that spiritual shift takes place, everyone will not get it. You know, it's only going to be a select, okay? Minister, 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 Minister Adams talked about that remnant, okay? Only that remnant, only the ones that's here in First Chronicles chapter number 12 is going to be the ones that's going to be able to connect with this spiritual shift. 
Amen. Now, First Chronicles, are we there? Chapter number 12, and we're going to look at verse number 32. Verse number 32, First Chronicles chapter number 12. Remember now, there's a conclusion of one spiritual season, and there's going to be a beginning of a new spiritual season. All right, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 32 says this. It says, and the children of Issachar, okay, which were men that had what? Understanding of the what? The times. They had the, the men of uh, uh, the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200, and all of their brethren were at their commandments. They were at their commandments. So the ones that were here will be the ones that's coming from the children of Issachar. Now, th those that have that understanding, it, it, the, one, the Bible says here, ones that will understand the times. Everybody does not understand the times. But the ones that God is going to bring forth in, in, in this, this new spiritual awakening are going to be the ones that can understand the times. And not only the Bible says they will understand the times, but they will also know what Israel, and we are Israel, what we ought to do. Everybody is not there. Everybody won't be, everybody won't be able to hear that trumpet. Everybody will not be able to hear when the, when the Spirit begins to unfold the things and the times because they're going to be seasons, okay? Once we understand that, that seasons and times belongs to God. Now, let's go to the book of Daniel, chapter number 2. I want to kind of slow this down. I just want to teach it because I want to make sure that we do understand it. The book of Daniel's chapter number 2. Only ones that will be able to hear are the, the, the children of Issachar, you know, the, the one that has to be recompensed, the one that has to be rewarded, the ones that's able to discern the times. Everybody cannot discern the times. Everybody cannot give us instructions where we need to be. Amen. But that will be a Pacific. Amen. Now, going to the book of Daniel, uh, chapter number 2, and looking at verse number 21. Looking at verse number 21. All right. Daniel chapter number 2, verse number 21. Are we there? Amen. Well, I want to begin with verse 20. Verse 20 says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever, for wisdom and might are his. This is where the king has a dream, and all those that was there, the soothsayers and everybody else, they could not interpret. But only the ones that understood the times. So what's coming down the pipe will be only the ones that are able to understand the times. Because once they understand the times, then they were going to be able to instruct. They'll be able to instruct the rest of us. Amen. Then the Bible goes on to say, he says, for God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his, meaning God. Verse 21 says this, and he changes the times and the seasons, talking about God. God changes the times and the seasons. The, the, this group, this, this, these people are the ones that will be able to know the moves of God. Everybody won't be able to know the moves of God. 
We're going to show that in the scripture. They're going to be the one that will know the moves of God. He says now, he says, and he changes, talking about God, and, and he, God, changes the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and he setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise. Everybody is not wise. Everybody is not wise. So he said he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. It's only going to come to those that are wise and that know understanding. <laughs> know is a key word. That know or knows understanding. Then it goes on to say, verse 22, he revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. So we have to understand in this spiritual shift, the people that will be able to understand the, the things spiritually as well as politically, everybody won't understand it. But here it is, the, the children of Issachar, which is uh, uh, the, the descendants of, of, of Jacob and Leah, that goes down to our history, they're going to be the ones that be able to release what we need to know and understand. Amen? So, so you'll know whether or not, when, you, when God begins to reveal to you the secret things, the things he's about to do, you'll know that you're one of them. Amen. You'll know that you're one of them. Okay. So he says, see, only God can change the times. We can't change the times, but and neither can we change the seasons. However, we can position ourselves to be ready to receive or to be ready for the ship. See, you got to be positioned. If you're not positioned, then you'll miss the ship. You'll think it's one thing when it's something else. In other words, like this, you'll call a dog a cat. And a cat or dog, you know. Well, maybe, maybe bring it a little bit closer. You'll call a, 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 um, a, a male or female and a female or male, if you can catch my drift. If they want to make it plain to you, amen. You know, you know how it is, you know. I'm, I'm supposed to be a male, you know, but, you know, I got all these tendencies that tell me I'm a female, you know. So, you, you know, some people are going to be off tune. They're going to be off key, okay? And that's the way it is now. All right, now. Remember I told you, everybody's not going to get it, right? Only those that have positioned themselves to be able to hear what the Spirit says, and there's going to be a shift. Now, how do I know that I'm a part of that? And what do I need to do so that I won't miss the shift? Now, first of all, the climate of our life has to change. The climate of our life has to change. I want to stay close to what God has given me. Now, within our, within our life, if we've got anger, if we've got frustrations, if we've got uh, ungratefulness, unforgiveness, okay, if we're complaining, if we're con controlling, impatient, and selfish, now, those are the things that repels the Holy Spirit. So that means nothing's going to come your way. Amen. So you've got to change the climate in your own life, in order to set ourselves up for that spiritual shift. So what climate do I need? One of gratefulness, one of uh, praise, and one of worship, one of understanding, uh, one of caring. See, we have to set that climate so the Holy Spirit, he can come in because he is about to do some things. Amen? Now, everybody, I say it again, everyone is not going to get it. 
Everyone won't get it. Now, let's go to the book of Romans chapter number 11, looking at verse number 5. Romans, New Testament, Romans chapter number 11, starting with verse number 5. It's talking about a spiritual shift, spiritual shift. Romans chapter number 11, verse number 5. Verse 5 says this. Now, it says, it says this. He says, even so then at this present time, and there is a what? Remnant. I think we heard that word wins tonight. There is a remnant according to the election of grace. Now, here it is now, Elijah, this, this, this text begins talking about Elijah, who is saying to God that, you know, they didn't kill the prophets, they've done all this stuff. He said, nobody's left except me. He said, I'm all by myself. And God let him know that he had uh, thousands that had not bowed uh, to bear. So now he's saying to them, he said, now there's this remnant that is according to the election of grace. That is those, those that will be able to hear, those that have that understanding and, and those that will be able to release what they've heard. Now, verse number six says, uh, and if by grace there is it no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Now, one thing we have to understand is God is not about how much we do. When I say God is not about a, uh, uh, how much we do, sometimes we can, we can run ourselves to death and call it ministry. But, but we, we leave what's most important. We, 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 don't have, we don't spend the time with God as we ought in order to be able to hear him. But we would do something uh, seven days a week, and if possible, we would do 24 hours in a day. And we would call that ministry. But God said, no, you've got to sit still to be able to hear the voice of God. So it's, your salvation is not about work. You know, and I came from a place where it was all about you got to go do this, you got to go do that, you got to go do that. And every, your every day was in the church. You didn't have no time for family. You, you, you had no time for nothing else. You was at the church doing the same, I hear your Holy Spirit, doing the same thing over and over and over and calling it ministry. I call it craziness. It's what I called it. Amen. That's what I called it. Now, he says, now, it's, it's not about, he said, those that have that understanding in this time, they will understand when God speaks when to move and when not to move and when to sit. As, as, as came forth about rest, we want to make sure God rests in, in what we're doing because we want the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, verse number seven says, what then is Israel have not obtained that which he seeketh for? But the election hath obtained it, and the rest was what? Blinded. Didn't I tell you everybody's not going to get it? See, there are going to be some folk, even though the word will come forth, and even though God will be speaking, and the seasons and the times are going to change, but there are some that will be blinded that will not be able to hear the word of God. They won't be able to hear the voice of God because they are blinded. Not that they won't have salvation, but because there comes a time salvation will be formed. But the things that God is speaking and, and that, that present hour, that spiritual shift, they will miss it because they will be blind. And they, they're going to be blind. Now, verse number 8 says, according as it is written, God, watch this, according as it is written, God has given them the spirit of what? Slumber. So, 
who in here and who out there that's listening going to be caught up in that spirit of slumber and going to miss the move of God? I don't want to miss the move of God. Amen. Because I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy to, 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 to hear or be still to hear God. I will miss the move of God. See, he says in verse 8, according as it is written, God has given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, ears that they should not hear until, the Bible says, until this day. So there are those that even though they will be in the presence, okay, let me use this illustration. Even though, even though everybody's present will hear a word from God, they will hear God speaking, but they won't be able to hear. They won't be able to hear what the Spirit is saying. Someone will miss it, and they will miss the shift, the spiritual shift. Because we all are present does not mean everybody's listening. Because, see, that's the difference. You can either listen to man or you can listen to God. So if you listen to hear what God is saying, then you will catch what God is saying. But if you listen to hear what Brenda is saying, you're going to miss the move of God. Because, see, Brenda has some flaws. Brenda's flesh. So, therefore, you can be distracted and not realizing, okay, i got to hear what God is saying. See, whenever, you, whenever anybody stands, and I don't look at uh, uh, Dr. Manley standing. I don't look at uh, 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 Minister Adams standing. I don't look at Minister Tom standing. Uh, what I look at, and Pastor, what I look at is uh, what is God saying through them. Because, see, I don't want to miss the move of God. There is going to be a spiritual shift. There is going to be an ending and a, and a season and a conclusion in your life. But then there's going to be a beginning of a new. Make sure we do not miss that spiritual shift. Make sure we've got an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. Amen. A spiritual shift. Only those that can understand the times and the seasons. In other words, only those that spend some time to God, with God that knows the voice of God when he speaks and then will act upon what he says. Because, see, sometimes God will tell you to say some things, and it's crazy to man. It will sound like it's off the rocket. Now, God, that can't. Yes, it is God. Because there is a spiritual shift about to happen. Now, Blind. Some folk going to be blind now. They're going to be blinded. They won't be able to, 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 to grasp. Remember, they won't have that understanding of the times, and they won't know what we ought to do. Because right now, everybody's following anything. We've got church folk following anything. Amen. I mean, but see, you've got, got to have someone with you that has, does know and uh, uh, understanding what's really going on, the times and the seasons that we are in. Now, when you look, going back to First Chronicles chapter number 12, I want to revisit that just for a moment. Um, revisit that just for just a moment. Now, when it says in First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, it says, And the children of Issachar which were men that had understanding of the times. It's not that they just knew the time, but they had the understanding of the times. And uh, it also says, and they also knew what Israel should do. Now, I, I began to ponder on that. And I said, okay, God, what are you saying? What are you saying? He says, those that have the understanding of the times and the season and, and the move of God, they will know uh, who, who, what king should go up. 
In other words, they will know who should be positioned, where they need to be positioned, of whether it be in our government or whether it be in our local assembly. They will know. They will have the understanding of that. Now, let's go, and they will do some things that's, that's weird, okay, even to man. Let's look at the book of Judges, chapter number 5. Show you some example. Judges, chapter number 5. Judges, the book of Judges, chapter number 5. We're almost done. Judges chapter number 5. Judges chapter number 5. Yeah, Judges chapter number 5. Mm-hmm. Now, here it is in the book of Judges in chapter number 5 to give you a little bit about the background. God has spoken to Barak. He, he, he had spoken to him about going, going to war. He had spoken to him about going, coming up against the enemy. But he refused to go. But what happened, God took his assignment, I hear your Holy Spirit, God took his assignment and he gave it to another. Now, you show, show you how the, the men of Issachar, the, those that, that have that, that anointing, you know, everybody does not have that anointing to understand the times. That's why it's important that we do listen to those that do have that anointing understanding the times. Never come in thinking you already know. Hello. We're always able to learn, amen? We should always be teachable, amen? A person that's not teachable is doomed for destruction. <laughs> a person that's not teachable. Now, in Judges chapter number 5, watch what happens. I'm going to read verse number 15 and give you a little bit of the background. Now, verse 15 says, And the princesses of Issachar, remember now, these are the men that had the understanding of the times, right, and the seasons. Uh, so it says, and the princesses of Issachar were, were with Deborah, or Deborah, even Issachar, also Barak. He was sent on foot into the valley for the divisions of Reuben, and there were great thoughts of heart. All right, now, what does all that mean? I only want to deal with the A-clause. Now, here it is, this tribe now, they are supporting a woman, Okay. In that day and in that time, this is what we have to understand, women had no authority. In that day and in that time, during this particular season and time, women had no authority. Not only did they not have any authority, but they were considered to be property. Little value. Somebody said, mercy. Thank God for the change of times. Amen. Amen. They, so so it, it, here is, now God has spoke to, to, to someone else to, for his assignment and what they needed to do. However, here is this tribe was willing to go against the norm. They were willing to go against the tradition. That's how it is today. We have to be willing to go against the traditional way of doing things. Church has a traditional way of doing things. And God's word said, by your traditions, you make God's word of non-effect. So traditionally, traditionally I get up every Sunday morning, I'm supposed to be here. No, you come here because you're going, you know and you believe that you're going to hear a word from God. I mean, we've been through hell all week. Amen. But we need to know, okay, God, help me understand what's my next week going to be like. What is going to be the, the ending of my today? Come to hear what the Lord has to say. Yeah, yes, I can sit at home and I can hear. But the Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? You just make sure who you listen to has been sent from God. Amen. 
You got to make sure of that. So here it is. They were going against the times. They were going against the grain. Now, looking at verse number uh, uh, four uh, in Judges chapter four, it says, uh, and I'm going to read this because I didn't put this up. It says, and Deborah of prophetess, Judges chapter number four, Judges chapter number four, talks about Deborah being a, a prophetess. When we drop down to verse number 8, watch what happens. It says, And Barak, whose assignment was originally given to, he said unto her, If thy wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thy will not go with me, then will I not go. And then the Bible says, And she said, I will surely go with thee, not understanding the journey thou takest. It should not be for thine honor, for the Lord shall sell Caesarea, the one that was going to destroy, into the hand of a woman. See, she did not take credit because somebody else did it to kill the enemy. But what, what the, the, the thing God is wanting to say is in this spiritual shift, now, you, there's going to be situations that's going to be contrary to what everybody else believes that needs to be done. Because during that time, they did not believe a woman was supposed to have any authority whatsoever, okay? This is not about a woman thing. That's not what I'm trying to say to you. What I'm trying to say to you is this, that God said that in the spiritual shift, there will come some things that will take place that he will reveal that most people will not go along with. However, if you're part of that, that group, the Issachar, uh, those that have that anointing, that understand the times and the seasons and the move of God, God said what will happen is you're going to be standing out like a so thumb, but you're going to be right. You're going to be right. Because there's so much traditional of, of church that everybody will think that you're wrong. Mm-mm, no, no. There is going to be a spiritual shift. Will you be a part of the one that has the understanding of the times and seasons and willing to change the climate of your life so that the Holy Spirit, he can come in and he can begin to speak through you and you'll be able to speak to others. Amen. Well, will that happen? Will we, will we, have, we want that anointing of Issachar. We want that anointing. Because, see, without that anointing, we don't want to be the ones that have the, the slumber in the sleep. <laughs> We don't want to be the ones that sleep. See, there are some sleeping giants God is about to wake up. And they are the ones that's going to be speaking and understanding the times and the seasons and the move of God in this present time to come. Amen. And the time to come, they will be able to hear. And we've got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. Not what man has to say, but what the Spirit has to say. So that means they were able to discern the times. That's powerful. I mean, to be one chosen just to, 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 be, to be that way, to, to be selected, to be a part of, that, of the election, one that God's going to choose in these last days that will understand the move of God, that's, that's phenomenal. You see, when people look at the storms and the hurricanes and all these things that's happening, they think this is just something natural. No, that's the move of God. It's the move of God because most people will not pray until some hardship comes upon their life. But it's the move of God. God is using those things to bring people back to him. See, sometimes we can get caught up in materialistic things that we seem we forget about God. It's all about the stuff. It's all about the stuff. But God said, no, 
If you're chosen, if you're one of the chosen to understand the season and the times, I mean, you are blessed beyond measure. If I'm going to hang around somebody, let me hang around with somebody to get some anointing. <laughs> Amen. Because see, if I got some yokes, that means if I hang around and you got the anointing, it's going to break my, my yokes. Amen. So I want to hang around with those people, amen, that has that anointing, you know, that, that knows and hears what God is speaking and what he's saying and, and how God is moving. See, that's where you want to hang out with. That, that, that is so crucial. That's very crucial. And the next thing, they, they, know, they know who is supposed to be in position. You see, also they understood the political arena. Not only did they know spiritually, the, the children of Issachar, you know, those, those, those ancestors uh, going to Jacob and Leah. And by the way, nobody really wanted Leah. See, Jacob had two wives, Rachel and Leah. He wanted Rachel because she was pretty. But he didn't want Leah because she was ugly. But let me tell you something. Ugly on the outside means beauty on the inside. Amen. Because you can get some beauty on the outside and you got some mess on the inside. I've seen a whole lot of them. Amen. I've seen a whole... Yeah, truth be known, y'all seen it too. Amen. Amen. You mess around, you know, and he pulled back that cup. He said, what is this? And you know how it is sometimes. We look at one another and say, what is this? Amen. What in the world have I got myself into? Amen. But, but the beauty of it is, Leah ends up in the lineage of Jesus Christ. See, that's the power of it. See, where man looks at one thing, this is who's supposed to be there. God said, no, I'm going to use this one over here. See, that's how God operates. See, we got to understand the times and the seasons. It's, it's, it's very important. So politically, they understood who is supposed to be where and when. You remember in, in 1 Corinthians, it talks about how uh, they will be able to, to uh, not only discern the times, but also as far as who's uh, going to be in kingship, you know, and, and, and how they were going to be able to lead the children of Israel. Now, this is something else I found that's very interesting. When they began to list the tribes, uh, uh, the 12 tribes, the tribe of Issachar was the least tribe of all. They only had 200 in headship, but the rest of them knew how to follow. They were the smallest ones in the group within the tribe. So it goes back to that remnant. See, everybody won't get it. But there will be a fraction of people that will understand the spiritual times and the shift uh, uh, that's going about to take place. Now, let's go to First Chronicles, and we're almost done. First Chronicles chapter number 6. I think that's where we want to go. First Chronicles chapter number 6. I think that's where we want to go. Chapter number 6. I pray that's where we want to go. First Chronicles chapter number 6. And we're going to look at verse number 31. First Chronicles chapter 6, and we're going to look at verse number 31. We almost, we almost completed. Amen. We're almost done. Amen. First Chronicles chapter number 6. You remember the, 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 the men there, they, they, they had that understanding of the seasons and the times. They understood. They also understood how to lead God's people. They also understood who needs to be where, who needs to be in position, and what needs to be restored. Okay? They understood the political system. I had an interesting conversation this week with a, with a gentleman that came to the house. To, I think he was from ADT or something. And somehow or another, we got to talking about stocks and stuff. 
And one thing he did say, he says, I don't agree with most of what Trump says. He said, but one thing I do know is this. He said, now, Apple, that has all these companies across the world overseas, they're bringing all those businesses back here, which means the people here, most likely those that's in wealth, that they will be able to have a greater increase, supposedly because taking care of the people. And then he says now, he says now, that's important. He said, but I don't agree with everything that he does. And I got to think and I pondered on that thing, and I said, that's true. See, there are some things that, that, that people that are in place that, that do crazy stuff, but there are some things that, that's beneficial for the kingdom of God. Now, when you look at First Chronicles chapter number 6, verse number 31, the, the children of Issachar, they were there when David was ready to be crowned king. See, after Saul dies out, they needed a leader. They needed a leader. But they needed a leader that could do some things that needed to be done or had no longer being done. Now, First Chronicles chapter number 6, verse 31 says this. And these are they whom David set over the service of what? Song in the house of the Lord. After that, the ark had rest. Y'all catch that? And these are they whom David set over the service of song in the house of the Lord, comma, after that the ark had rest. Now, unless there's a, 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 a atmosphere of praise and worship, God cannot rest. So therefore, what, what the word of God is saying to us is that you know, God will have people that's in place that have the understanding, the time and the season. It's not about the book of the book and following the flow and running all over the place. No, no, no. It's about inviting the Holy Spirit to come in. It's about inviting God to come in and rest like the dew in the morning. See, see, the dew comes and it rests. It does something. Whenever God comes into our life, he rests through that, through that praise and through that worship. We have that intimacy. Then God can come in and he can rest. So until the only way he can rest, that means there has to be some restoring of worship. It has to be some restoring of worship. We, we, we forgot about worship anymore. We don't pray anymore. We don't rest in, 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 the, in the love and the, in the presence of God. See, we want the Holy Spirit to come in. So what does he do? He said, I've got to restore. He said, I've got to bring, about this, bring the service back of worship. Amen. Now, remember what I said before we go to the next verse. Everybody's not going to get this. Everybody's not going to get it. Because, see, some still sleep. And I don't mean sleep in the natural, I mean sleep in the spiritual. And it's bad to be sleep in the spiritual. Because if you sleep in the spiritual, that means you can be led any kind of way. And on the way you can get led is by your own thoughts. So, so God says now, I've got to bring in a king that's willing to restore the service of song, which means worship, into my house. And then he says, I can have rest. See, worship is losing yourself in God and forgetting about who's there, who's around you, because you don't care. Because you know that God is going to do something on the inside of you. Then verse number 32 says this in, in 1 Chronicles chapter number 6. It says, and they what? And they ministered before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of the congregation with what? With singing. 
until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, and then they waited on their office according to their order. And that, they, they, they ministered through song. They ministered through singing. It had to be restored. Worship. I don't mean that, that of course, you come up here and, 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 and people come and they gather up and they got the choirs to sing, the latest songs, and, and, and most of them don't have any anointing in them, you know. It, it's about entering into worship. Because worship is where God wants to rest. Praise is where God comes in. He, the word of God says he inhabits the praise. In other words, he lives in the praises of his people. See, if we can't praise God, that means, hey, he can't come up in here and live. That's what, that's what the word of God says. He inhabited, he lives in the praises of his people. And then he wants to birth something. I hear your Holy Spirit. He wants to birth something in us through worship. See, worship is a consummation where two to come together and be one. See, that's, see he wants us to be one with him. Because sometimes we are, we are divided within ourselves before we come in up in the door. Amen. We are divided within our own selves. Because, you know, I want that spirit of oneness where you're one with me so I can come in and I can rest. Oh, my God wants to rest, y'all. See, that comes a time. It's coming. It's coming. But the only ones that's going to understand is those that have the understanding of the seasons and the times. There's going to be a change and everybody ain't going to be able to get with it. Why? Because they don't have the understanding. They don't have the anointing. But you got to decide where you want to be. You have to decide whether or not you want God to come in and rest on the inside and burst some things within us. Because once he begins to burst some things, all the devils in hell can't stop you. But I have to say this, and I, uh, God says, he said, Brenda, tell the people, tell the people, I'm, I'm making some changes Changes are ahead. Changes are ahead, but they are spiritually. Before they can be manifested in the natural, it has to come through by the Spirit. If it doesn't come through by the Spirit, and we're just going through some motions in the natural. It has to come through by the Spirit. There is going to be a spiritual shift. And the only ones that will get it are those that have understanding of the seasons and the times. Do you want to be one of them? Then he said, change your climate. Because anything else will repel him and the Holy Spirit won't come up in there. But when we change our climate, <laughs> he said, I'll come up in there and I'll rest. We won't get bored when we hear the word of God. We'll be willing to, to, to set and go through what God says as, he, as they begin to minister songs and, and the Holy Spirit come and, and thing he began to change. Oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. He begins to change our format. You'll be okay with it because it's God. See, church is so traditionally, you sing a song, say a prayer, read a scripture, you know, take up the money. And then after that, preacher read the word and, and you know, and one, one scripture and then he's hollering somewhere pulling some stuff out the sky, not lining up with the word, precept upon precept. But then you, we go out the door and don't even remember what he said. But, oh, we had a good time. Well, what did he preach about? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me tell you. Well, you must not have been present because you don't, don't remember. 
But what the Holy Spirit says today is there is going to be a spiritual shift. Are you going to be one of the blinded? Are you going to be one that will be able to have the understanding of the season and times when God do some things that supernaturally you'll be willing to go with the flow? And you'll know that it's God. And you'll be willing to follow. Spiritual shift. That's what we're about to encounter. A spiritual shift. An ending of one season, a conclusion, and the beginning of another. Now let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 I thank you. I thank you for, for your, your presence, for your listening ear to the Lord. But I'm expecting.